0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Hey, I hope you're keeping warm and safe. It's been pretty cold where I am, so look in on your neighbors from time to time. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app it's tuesday january 11 2022 tuesday of the first week in ordinary time in the Missal. it's liturgical year c cycle two tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary and our saint today is saint paulinus of Aquileia. born in 726 in italy he worked on his family's farm as a priest he became a renowned grammar professor his reputation reached the court of the Frankish Emperor Charlemagne. Through the intervention of Charlemagne, Paulinus was chosen Archbishop of Aquileia in 787. He was a defender of the Church's teachings, wrote a book to refute adoptionism. That was a heresy which claimed that Christ as Son of Man was only the adoptive Son of God, a heresy. He reiterated the Church's Trinitarian teaching of the procession of the Holy Spirit from both the Father and the Son, and stress the need of seeking to please God in all our actions. St. Paulinus of Aquileia died in 804. St. Paulinus, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family.
2: My guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we pray in these 10 minutes that you really will give us the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. So that every moment that we spend in prayer is a preparation for the life that you want us to live. That the fruits of our prayer might be borne forth abundantly for ourselves but for other people. But principally for you, Jesus. Because today in the Gospel we reflect upon the witness that is shown on your behalf. And we can only really do that, Jesus, once we have gotten to know you in prayer. And so speaking to you in these 10 minutes, maybe more, we seek, Jesus, that you will renew and refresh our souls, bring us closer to you, so that when we are, in effect, far from you, when we are in the midst of the world, when we are in a place where your name is not reverenced, that we will still bear that fruit. That this time of prayer will infuse us for that time whenever we are not praying. This time of prayer will be a moment of grace for us and peace for us whenever we really, truly need it. Now in the Gospel, we are brought to the synagogue in Capernaum, where you were on the Sabbath day there you taught with authority that impressed the people. It impressed them so much that they could make a comparison between you and the other leaders, the scribes who perhaps had taught the law in a particularly boring way. Who knows, maybe the scribes of Capernaum were particularly long-winded and boring. And so when the people heard you, Jesus, they were, of course, instantly renewed and enthused because finally they find somebody who really meant what he had to say and who knew it it through and through. I remember in one time reading the biography of C.S. Lewis whenever he was in school, and he was so impressed by the teachers in his school who seemed to be genuinely motivated by the Christian faith that he said finally that he was taught the Christian faith by men who believed it. And it's that conviction that sometimes, Lord, we need too, that perhaps the scribes lacked in Capernaum. Perhaps they were boring. Perhaps they had too many things to say, but didn't really know how to say it in a way which was appealing. In any case, your message that day found a home in their hearts for the people who had gathered in the synagogue in Capernaum, but there was also there people who had been tormented by an unclean spirit. Now, that might be a little bit uh, difficult sometimes for us to imagine because we live in a world which is a little bit sealed off from the influence of the devil. We try to pretend, perhaps at times, that he's not there that those effects of evil aren't real, aren't real, in fact, but we can very much see the effects of evil in our world. And those who were in that synagogue that day, who had been laboring under those spirits, knew all too well the, the weight of that evil. And so whenever you came, Jesus, they were set free from that because you alone have the power to destroy the devil. It is only by your grace, Jesus, that we can overcome all the evil of the world. And whenever it is experienced personally in our lives, in the manner in which it was for those who were, let's say, possessed or those who were laboring under an unclean spirit, they truly knew the liberation that you bring. But they have a moment of witness, which is quite surprising. So on one hand, you have all these people in the synagogue who are listening to what you're saying, Jesus, who are quite clearly impressed by it. But the only one to cry out in some form of public witness, let's say, are the demons. I know that you are the Holy One of God, is what the evil spirit says in this man. Jesus, you rebuke that evil spirit so that they won't have any importance, let's say, be silent and come out of him. And coming out of him, that man was was healed and was able to hear this new teaching with authority. But just for a moment, I want to reflect on the fact that this amazing statement of what we would say, if we were saying it with our own hearts of faith, you are the Holy One of God, comes from an evil source. Because, of course, the, the, the demons, the, the devil knows exactly who you are, Jesus. They cannot deny your holiness. They cannot deny that you are the only begotten Son of God. And in that synagogue on that day, the only one crying that out, a, a great voice, was the evil spirit. In a sense, there is an acknowledgement of who you are, there is a, a certain respect which is shown to you, not at all on the part of the evil one, because there's no love for God, but there is a a public acknowledgement of who you are, Jesus, that sometimes is lacking in the voice, even of those who believe quite fervently. So how can it be that at times, Jesus, we who profess you with faith, lack the capacity to witness to you in the public square? Well, in this time of prayer, we don't want to rant about the lack of respect which is shown to you. We don't want to rant about those perhaps who are in, I don't know, government positions or those who are in public life and and who deliberately shut you out because that is egregious. But it's it's a focus of of something else. It's it's another ten minutes of prayer. No, today we want to to focus on, on ourselves and the witness that we give to you, Jesus. And we just pray that we would have the same conviction to say what that evil spirit says, that you are the Holy One of God, and to say it in the midst of the public square, to say it in the midst of people who, who need to hear it. One time I was in Jerusalem, standing at the Western Wall, which is the the kind of holiest site for the Jewish people, because it is the, the the last remaining part of of the temple. It forms part of the exterior wall of the temple, which was destroyed by the Roman army in seventy A.D. And that's that's the closest thing that the the Jewish people have today to go to the temple in Jerusalem. And I'm sure you may be seen pictures people going, making very fervent prayer there and uh, putting even little petitions written on paper inside the cracks of that wall uh, to, to leave their prayers with God. And I was standing there one evening with, a, with another priest, obviously dressed as two priests, whenever a, a group of young men approached us who saw that we were perhaps a little bit out of place in, in, the, in that holy place and asked us what we were doing there. So we said we were there praying. And, well, in fact, it was obvious that there were two priests. He just was kind of blurted out, just tell me why I should believe in Jesus. That kind of put me on the spot. Like, what, what do you say in the moment to somebody who, who doesn't share your faith, who doesn't know perhaps any of the same kind of theological, apologetical answers that we might give ordinarily to people who had been baptized, let's say, and had wandered far from the faith? And basically the only thing I could think of in that moment to say, I was a little bit caught on the hop and trying to be very respectful, obviously, at the place in which I was in, I just said, because he's the Messiah. Of course, you are the Messiah, Jesus. And we sometimes struggle to, to know how to, to put that across, that you are the one who saves, and that we have experience of that in our own lives, and we want other people to understand that too. And sometimes it can be difficult if we're put on the spot as to what really we are, we're going to say. If we go back to that synagogue in Capernaum, we, we see a load of people who are kind of marvelling at the things that you have to say and, and wondering who you are. Perhaps loving you, Jesus, even in that moment, but not really knowing who you are as a person hearing a teaching that is new, hearing teaching with authority and being impressed by it, but not knowing how to put all of those pieces together. And it's the demon in the gospel that gives us the answer as to who you are, the Holy One of God. Now, we at least should be ahead of the curve whenever it comes to the demons. We shouldn't leave it to the evil spirits to be able to witness who you are in the world, because they do know who you are, Jesus, but they're not going to get the right message out there they're going to spread what has become famously known as fake news and we have to combat that with with love and with truth that you are the holy one of god who has impacted my life you're the holy one of god who has come and revealed yourself to me you're the holy one of god whom i love as a savior and who will save me please god on the last day and it's that personal connection to you jesus that is the fruit of our prayer that gives us the answers in the moments whenever we are called to make public witness. And that's the difference between us and the demons. They don't want to know you and love you, but we do, Jesus. So give us the fruit of this prayer in the time whenever we need it the most. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, Intercede for me.
1: You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Tuesday of the first week in Ordinary Time, January eleventh, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin the liturgical day joining in prayer with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise.
3: Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come,
0: Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
3: Come before him, singing for joy. Come, Come, let let us worship worship our mighty King King and Lord. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Come, Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord,
4: The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor.
5: Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor, he seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is just.
0: He
6: He will defend the the poor.
4: Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is
7: now, and and will be forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety.
4: Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The
7: The words words of the Lord Lord
5: are true, true, like like silver from from the furnace. furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. False would they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own. Who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord, I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly, By the sons of men.
4: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and 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 will be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word.
7: The The words of the Lord Lord are true, like like silver from from the furnace. The Lord teaches the humble his way,
0: he guides the gentle hearted along the right path. A reading from the book of Sirach Another goes his way, a weakling and a failure, with little strength and great misery. Yet the eyes of the Lord look favorably upon him. He raises him free of the vile dust, lifts up his head and exalts him to the amazement of the many. Good and evil, life and death, poverty and riches are from the Lord. Wisdom and understanding and knowledge of affairs, love and virtuous paths are from the Lord. Error and darkness were formed with sinners from their birth, and evil grows old with evil doers. The Lord's gift remains with the just. His favor brings continued success. A man may become rich through a miser's life, and this is his allotted reward. When he says, I have found rest, now I will feast on my possessions, he does not know how long it will be until he dies and leaves them to others. My son, hold fast to your duty. Busy yourself with it. Grow old while doing your task. Admire not how sinners live, but trust in the Lord and wait for his light. For it is easy with the Lord, suddenly in an instant, to make a poor man rich. God's blessing is the lot of the just man, and in due time his hopes bear fruit. Say not, what do I need? What further pleasure can be mine? Say not, I am independent. What harm can come to me now? THE DAY OF PROSPERITY MAKES ONE FORGET ADVERSITY. THE DAY OF ADVERSITY MAKES ONE FORGET PROSPERITY. FOR IT IS EASY WITH THE LORD ON THE DAY OF DEATH TO REPAY A MAN ACCORDING TO HIS DEEDS. A MOMENT'S AFFLICTION BRINGS FORGETFULNESS OF PAST DELIGHTS. WHEN A MAN DIES, HIS LIFE IS REVEALED. CALL NO MAN HAPPY BEFORE HIS DEATH, FOR BY HOW HE ENDS A MAN IS KNOWN.
4: When the wealthy man says, now I can rest and enjoy my goods,
8: he does does not know how long this will last, before he must die and leave his wealth to others.
4: The rich man says in his heart, I will pull down my barns and build them even greater, and there I will store all my possessions.
8: He does not know how How long this this will last,
0: before he must die
8: and leave his wealth
0: to others. A reading from the Detailed Rules for Monks by St. Basil the Great, Bishop. Love of God is not something that can be taught. We did not learn from someone else how to rejoice in light, or want to live, or how to love our parents or guardians. It is the same, perhaps even more so, with our love for God. It does not come by another's teaching. As soon as the living creature, that is man, comes to be, A power of reason is implanted in us like a seed, containing within it the ability and the need to love. When the school of God's law admits this power of reason, it cultivates it diligently, skillfully nurtures it, and with God's help brings it to perfection. For this reason, as by God's gift, I find you with the zeal necessary to attain this end, and you on your part help me with your prayers. I will try to fan into flame the spark of divine love that is hidden within you, as far as I am able, through the power of the Holy Spirit. First, let me say that we have already received from God the ability to fulfill all His commands. We have then no reason to resent them, as if something beyond our capacity was being asked of us. We have no reason either to be angry, as if we had to pay back more than we had received. When we use this ability in a right and fitting way, we lead a life of virtue and holiness. But if we misuse it, we fall into sin. This is the definition of sin, the misuse of powers given us by God for doing good, a use contrary to God's commandments. On the other hand, the virtue that God asks of us is the use of the same powers based on a good conscience in accordance with God's command. Since this is so, we can say the same about love. Since we receive a command to love God, we possess from the first moment of our existence an innate power and ability to love. The proof of this is not to be sought outside ourselves, but each one can learn this from himself and in himself. It is natural for us to want things that are good and pleasing to the eye, even though at first different things seem beautiful and good to different people. In the same way, we love what is related to us or near to us, though we have not been taught to do so, and we spontaneously feel well disposed to our benefactors. What I ask is more wonderful than the beauty of God, What thought is more pleasing and satisfying than God's majesty? What desire is as urgent and overpowering as the desire implanted by God in a soul that is completely purified of sin and cries out in its love, I am wounded by love? The radiance of the divine beauty is altogether beyond the power of words to describe.
7: I love you, Lord, my strength. O Lord, my rock, my fortress, my Savior. God is my rock. I take refuge in Him. O Lord, my rock, my fortress, my Savior.
5: Let us pray. Attend the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit god forever and ever
1: 25 minutes before the hour today is gospel in just a few minutes along with in conversation with god and morning prayer it's on daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, January 11th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. You may have heard it said that it's not enough to believe in Jesus. Even the demons do that. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we see that. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark.
2: But Jesus rebuked him.
3: Be silent, and come
8: out
2: of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned
5: among themselves.
0: What is this? A new teaching. With authority, he commands even the unclean spirits, and they
2: obey him. At once,
1: his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, Jesus told us that the two greatest commandments are to love God and love your neighbor. It's really not that complicated Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. When we are living as good children of God, we see everything that happens, including the minor occurrences of any ordinary day, in the light of faith. And we become accustomed to thinking and acting constantly in accordance with Christ's will. In the first place, we try to see as brothers all the people we meet, because we are all children of the same Father. Our appreciation and respect for others will generate within us the same desire that resides in the heart of Christ, the desire for their sanctification. Above all, fraternal love will move us to wish that those people should come ever closer to Christ and should be more fully children of our Father God. We will make our own the concern of Christ for the apostolate, his zeal for his Father's glory, and the salvation of all mankind. The manifestations of fraternity rooted in spiritual childhood will be countless throughout any one of our days. Prayer for others will remind us. Little opportunities of helping in material things will have their obvious motivation. And understanding for the defects of others will be more readily achieved if we see in them the faults of our brothers and sisters. Spiritual childhood is not just one more aspect of our lives, it determines our whole supernatural character and shows us how to deal with every situation. It is not a particular virtue that has its own acts, but the permanent condition of our being, suffusing and permeating all the virtues. Whatever our circumstances or the situations that affect us, we are children of God, and this firm conviction fills the whole of our life and our entire way of behaving. We are children of God all day long, even though we do set aside special moments for considering the fact so that we can fill ourselves with awareness of our divine filiation, which is the essence of true piety. If we frequently consider this truth, I am a child of God, if we go deeper into its meaning, our day will be filled with peace, serenity, and joy. We will make a resolution to rely on God our Father, on whom everything depends when difficulties and disappointments arise, and when sometimes we seem to be fighting an uphill battle. It will be easier for us to return to our Father's house like the prodigal son if we should ever leave it through our faults and sins. We will not lose sight of the truth that our Father is waiting to embrace us and to give us back our dignity as his children if ever we lose it. He is waiting to fill us with good things at a splendid banquet, even though we may have behaved badly a thousand times and more. Our prayer, just like these moments we are dedicating exclusively to God, will really be the conversation of a son with his Father. The son knows that his father understands him, that he listens to him, and that he gives him the whole of his attention in a way that nobody else has ever done. It is a conversation with God that is full of trust, that moves us frequently to a prayer of petition because we are small and needy children. It is a conversation with God that has our life as its theme. Everything that is on our mind and in our heart, our joys, sorrows, hopes, disappointments, successes, failures, even the most trivial happenings of our day. We will discover that our Heavenly Father is interested in everything about us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 16 minutes before the hour, we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer.
5: The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord.
4: The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He made it firm.
7: Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall
4: receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob.
7: O gates!
4: He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
4: and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place.
5: The man man whose whose deeds deeds are blameless blameless and
6: and whose heart heart is pure will climb the mountain mountain of the Lord.
7: Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages.
5: For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand.
7: Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, He has shown you his greatness, even there.
5: Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever.
7: He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles, among whom you have been scattered.
5: When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you.
7: So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages.
5: In the land of my exile, I praise him. And show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy.
7: As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
7: As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Praise Praise the Eternal King in in all your your deeds.
7: The loyal heart must praise the Lord.
5: The loyal heart must praise the Lord.
7: Bring out your joy to the Lord, O you just. For praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word, the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth, all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean. He stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world, revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever. The plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy Who God is the Lord. The people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth. He sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In Him do our hearts find joy. We trust in His holy name. May Your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in You. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was 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 in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and 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 will be forever.
6: Amen.
8: Let us pray. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints.
5: The loyal heart heart must must praise the Lord.
4: A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. You know the time in which we are living. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent. The day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual excess and lust, not in quarreling and jealousy. Rather, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. My God stands by me, all my trust is in Him. I find my refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All my trust trust is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My
6: God stands by me, all my trust is in Him.
4: God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as He promised through the words of His holy prophets.
5: as it was in
4: the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets.
8: Beloved brothers and sisters, we share a heavenly calling under Christ, our High Priest. Let us praise him with shouts of joy.
6: Lord, our Our God and our our Savior, Savior,
8: Almighty King, through baptism you conferred on us, a royal priesthood.
4: Inspire us to offer you a continual sacrifice of praise.
8: Lord, our
3: God, and and our Savior.
8: Help us to keep your commandments.
4: That through the power of the Holy Spirit we may live in you, and you in us. Lord, our God,
8: And and our Savior. Give us your eternal wisdom
4: to be with us today and to guide us.
8: Lord, our God and our Savior. May our companions today be free of sorrow
4: and filled with joy. Lord, our God and our Savior.
8: Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us.
6: Our Father, who
8: art in heaven,
6: hallowed be thy name.
4: Thy kingdom come,
6: thy will be done. On on earth as it is in in heaven.
4: Give give us this day our daily daily bread, and and forgive us our our trespasses, trespasses, as as we we forgive forgive those who trespass trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but
6: deliver us from evil.
8: God our Father, hear our morning prayer, and let the radiance of your love scatter the gloom of our hearts. The light of heaven's love has restored us to life. Free us from the desires that belong to darkness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
1: Don't Stop Praying. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadiq. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group.